This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. What is your name? My name is Michelle Perron. I am from Lions Bay, small place outside of Vancouver, Canada. What is your primary role in the line dance community, would you say? Instructor, choreographer, dancer, and to have an enjoyable time with music and dance. How did you get started with the whole line dance scene? I was an instructor for couples, ballroom, Latin, swing. Line dance became very big, and I thought, well, maybe I could teach this as well, and then it was just such a wonderful experience. I started doing choreography, enjoyed that very much, then started traveling, and and it's been a wonderful time. What are some of the dances that uh, folks might recognize of yours? My first real hit was a long time ago, and it was called Smoky Places. I've heard of that one. It was the very first Roomba line dance. At that time, line dance was about usually speed, a lot of fast country music. And because of my Latin couples teaching, I thought, well, maybe it would be nice if line dancers got to do a slow one once in a while. And I love Roomba, so we tried to do a Roomba line dance, and uh, boom, it went very big. I was shocked and happy and pleased. And then we kept on going with, I did some West Coast swing dances, like Madly Off in All Directions. I did a Latin cha-cha called Latin Express, and did some country, more country, and then I started doing a little bit of more pop and Latin and swing and now you know it line dancing is to every kind of music back then you were mainly mainly into the country mode and then it branched out and I went for that as well what gave you the confidence to choreograph to like bring something new into the scene no confidence at all huh. no uh, I think it was the challenge uh, when you're teaching all the time, you give out to your students a lot. And I found that maybe if I tried choreography, it would give something to me on a personal level, that I could connect to the music. And it was my steps, where when you're couples, you teach couples patterns, and they're not your choreography. You have to do what's prescribed for couples and I loved that freedom I loved the creative process at the beginning I didn't care if anybody would ever dance it on the floor it was just for me and when other people started dancing my choreography uh, nobody could have been more surprised than myself for people who are trying to go from country bar to jumping over to the circuit world mm. and you know, maybe if not teach full-time then at least make it more of a part of their life mm -hmm. what would you recommend what are some things that they should learn about maybe fundamentals they should solidify or uh, social skills they should develop to be successful in that world well I would love to see and I think it is happening now way back when maybe not as much technique dance technique 
is happening and it pleases me to no end and uh, even the dance community isn't certified a whole lot. Anybody can become an instructor, and you can say, I'm a dance teacher, or I'm a dance instructor. But I think now the demand would be that you do learn some stuff, that it would be great if they took actually some couples technique classes, and then you put it... Every line dance is a couple's dance, isn't it? Hmm. It's a two-step. It's a West Coast swing. Mm -hmm. It's a cha-cha. It's a rumba. That's all from ballroom. Hmm. So, uh, you know, you don't even have to take a be there as a couple. You could just take the footwork and learn technique from a trained ballroom Latin swing dance instructor. That's where my my passion came from, and I just added line as another wonderful passion to do. Have there been any any special tools that uh, have made things easier for you? Uh, any shoes that you'd recommend or uh, little um, tricks that you find just make what you do so much easier? Maybe a special microphone or anything, anything at all that uh, has just changed the game for you since well, you started? Equipment-wise, I do love owning my own equipment and my own microphone. And it gives you confidence that wherever you go for your booking... It's your equipment and your, you've got your hands on. I don't, I, I don't like arriving somewhere and hoping and trusting that their equipment will work. So there's investment into it, but it, it just pays off in how you present yourself. So, and arriving, music has to be well prepared. Um, I, I prep so often so much so that when I go to a class or I go to an event or I go to a private party or a booking you can have fun because all the hard work has already been done by you if you go there and you want to wing it I think the attitude will not be the same right? right. yes is there anything that you hope for the future of line dance or anything that you you see for it or would like to see for it? I would love to see more young people and I would love to see more men. You know, and I think it's wonderful that ladies do it because often the husbands don't want to. That's why I love line dancing because everybody can get to dance. But I would love to see more men do it. Mm. You know, and in this society there's still this it's a problem about, you know, if you're a man and you dance, and yet, you know, male dancers are just, I always tell the one or two or three I have in my class, you are one lucky man, look at all these women you've got, and they want to give you all kinds of attention. So, men, join classes. And if you have the ear right now of mm. all of the choreographers and instructors and dancers and DJs and event managers out there, what are some of the things that you would ask of those different folks out there? Maybe something that you've just kind of been seen and you wish maybe things would be like this, but instead things right now are like this. Is there anything that you'd ask of the different folks in those fields? You know, I don't think so because I think there's events for everybody. Mm. There's events that are big and splashy and fabulous 
and then there's local events, and then there's one-day events, and there's events in your community center, and then there's events at big hotels, and, you know, uh, events on a cruise ship, and events on a sunny island. Uh, There's a choice for every dancer out there, and variety is wonderful. What's the best way people could get in contact with you if they had any follow-up questions for you? Funnily, I really usually now say Facebook. Isn't Facebook wonderful? Absolutely. They can contact me. They don't even need to know email or where I live. Facebook is international. Facebook is wonderful. And, uh, how would they look you up? What, what, what's the spelling on your name that they would type in? All right, yes. The, the, great, great question, because my first name is spelled different than almost everybody's. Michelle with one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, and last name with two R's, Peron, P-E-R-R-O-N. Okay. And one final question. What is a dance you would recommend that everybody learn right now? Well, I, I like some of my new stuff. So I just did a tango, and I just did a West Coast swing, and then I did a very fast jive swing hop. So I, I love variety. So hopefully they'll look on my new dances. And what are the names of those for you to Google? My tango is called Live Too Fast. The West Coast swing is called Bard of the Bronx. Music is Dion. And the big fast one is called Palm Springs Jump and it was choreographed to dedicate to the Palm Springs Line Dance Festival. All right. Well, thank you very much for, for answering all these questions. Oh, thank you for the interview. You're it's welcome, been fun. I'll see you on the dance floor. All right.